Ladies and gentlemen, Jews and Gentiles, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, the Rock and Roll Jew Show. Yes, uh, not Sloan, the Tories, with Don't Be Long, uh, part of my best of 2009 on Spotify. Hey, David Jacobs with you, the Rock and Roll Jew. This is the Rock and Roll Jew Show. 
rockandrolljuiceshow.com is the website that you can visit. And how you doing, man? I can't believe it's been a week and a half. Uh, last time I told you, we're going to try to do this show every week and a half, every other week, and try to keep it on a more consistent basis as part of my improved podcasting discipline. And I'll be damned, it's been about a week and a half, and here I am. Man, time flies when you're having fun. So I was in my Spotify, and for some reason on the playlists, I popped your top songs for 2019. Now, I thought this was a little weird at first because I thought, of course, well, where's my top songs for 2020? That was two years ago. Uh, I don't see it, or I've lost it, or I'm not looking in the right place. I don't know. All I know is top songs 2019 is sitting right there in my face. So I clicked on it like, well, hmm, what were my top songs of 2019? And here's my list come up. It's an interesting list. And that made me think, hey, there's some cool songs on here. Why don't we do a show of songs off this list of top songs of, of 2019, before the pandemic, before the world changed forever, back when we were happy and free and didn't have a care in the world, right? Can you imagine two years ago when we had not a care in the world? Everything changed in 2020. It's kind of crazy, man. So that's the Tories. I love that band. I remember that song, and I don't think I've heard that a lot lately. So it's fun to go back to some of these song, songs that I, I guess I played a lot in, in 2019. Uh, haven't really heard a lot of them in, in 2020, so it's fun to go back. Always, always love that one, Don't Be Long. Just great, great power pop, right? So that's what today's show will be. And what's going on, man? I've changed my setup here. It's so much better here in my little Studio C. Um, I got a new pop filter. I got a new shock mount. I changed a few other things to improve the sound quality because of this voiceover career. And I'm digging it. I am really digging it. I got a, a iPad clip-on stand so my iPad with the copy can stay right in front of me. Um, I'm digging this setup. Um, and really everything I'm doing now is voiceover. As you know, lost the digital marketing job a couple months ago, decided to go all in on the voiceover thing because didn't like my options otherwise, and I'm rolling. Every day I'm rolling, trying to get a lot of coaching, have uh, a session this afternoon at 4 o'clock, trying to get the marketing on track. Um, I'm taking a more direct marketing approach, which I've been told is really the way to go rather than other ways you can do things. It's hard. It takes a lot of work to do that. It's more tedious uh, and a lot more work up front, but I'm doing it, trying to be patient and do all the right things, which are harder and take longer time, but I think in the end pay off and are more sustainable. So. That's what I do all day. I try to get better. I read. Uh, sight reading is important to do. So you just literally read like anything out loud. You can read a book. You can read an article. You can read copy, you know, advertising copy, narration copy. It doesn't really matter what it is. So I try to just do that. Just find something to read and read out loud. And it does help. It totally helps. Um, 
there's all kinds of weird technical things that I guess you don't really care about with regards to that. But so I sight read every day. I try to work on marketing, um, trying to work on these podcasts. Uh, this is just kind of the fun one where we kick back and just have fun. But there is the connected age, uh, which is trying to be a little more professional and show what I can do. There is adventures in voiceover. I used to call it Got Voice. That was going to be kind of the tagline uh, a little bit for the business, Got Voice. It's kind of as a play on Got Milk. Uh, my wife hates it. So I asked a couple of my friends on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, they didn't like it either, which is good. I asked them for honest feedback. Like, if this is no good, just tell me it's no good and I'll move on. I'm not married to it. They didn't like it either. They thought it was confusing and strange. So fine. Whatever. Gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> no more got voice. Um, the podcast is called Adventures in VoiceOver, and it's just my journey. If you're interested in hearing more about this kind of talk, I kind of go over what I did in the previous week and how it's going. Adventures in VoiceOver. Just, it's on iTunes. It's on uh, everywhere you're going to find podcasts. Um, and I host that thing on Anchor, which is a cool place to hone, cool place to host a podcast. I have not really used Anchor before, but it's it's really good. It's just quick, easy, no fuss, no muss. I kind of dig it. Um, so, you know, focusing on the podcasting and the marketing and the coaching and the performance part of it, there's so much to this, you know, many elements you've got to hit. And then uh, hopefully next week, I'm going to be ready to venture into video. Uh, video tends to be a good marketing tool, frankly. Because a lot of people are on Instagram. A lot of people are on TikTok. They're watching videos. Uh, so I finally got a setup for video with my iPhone as a camera, this nice quality mic. I have a ring light for decent lighting. I think I'm ready to take a shot here and do video. So what am I going to do on video? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm going to experiment. I think part of it's just going to be uh, listen to Dave Reed. I may just come on and read a script or two, you know, really like, hey, watch me sight read. This is what I do in the morning. So I'm going to record myself doing some of my uh, sight reading. You know, I don't I don't know what to do. I'm going to experiment. Uh, maybe I will redo some of the Connected Age podcast. You know, the whole thing is going to be 30, 40, 50 minutes, you know, hopefully no more than 40. But maybe I can take like a five minute summary of the current episode and do that. I don't really know. I'm just going to have to experiment and see what works, but I'm going to dive into video. Uh, you'll see that on Instagram, almost for sure YouTube, because why not? And I don't know where else, maybe LinkedIn. I just, again, um, TikTok, uh, I got to figure that out, how that's exactly going to work. But, you know, these are marketing vehicles now, so I got to be there. Uh, so that's really, you know, mostly my days, trying to get this voiceover thing going. The kids are back in school. Thank God. Thank Allah. Thank Buddha. Thank Jesus. Thank all the deities. The kids are back in school. It's been a year and a half because of COVID. A year and a half, almost two years, that our kids have been at home. I love them dearly, but I need them out of the damn house. You know, we need a break, man. And it's great when they're at school because I'm totally free now to do what I need to do. There's no one that needs something. 
So that's nice. And I think for them, it's huge. They need to get back to school. Um, it was really very damaging for them to be so isolated at home constantly, just getting them back to school. And they're actually happy. You know, kids never want to go to school. Kids want to go to school now. Please, God, let me go back to school. They actually want to go to school. They're happy to go to school. Don't know if I've ever known a kid who's happy to go back to school, but they are now. So that's great, too. Um, as a parent, summers are tough. Anyway, enough babble. Let's get on with the music, shall we? Uh, going to move on to another band that was on my list, top 2019, Sloan. Just a cool little band I found, and I've always liked this song. Now, I don't hate my generation. I love my generation. I'm Gen X, and I absolutely love it. But I do like the song, I Hate My Generation. What could you both possibly share? This next track reminds me of one of the most important and major events that happened for me in 2019 because I almost died in 2019. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no joke. Um, I had not been feeling... It's not that I had been feeling bad. It's just that I had been getting a burning sensation in my chest when I walked around, or when I drank coffee and walked around, or at, you know, seemingly random times, and increasingly I had a hard time 
walking. Uh, there was a time we had gone to Seattle to see my daughter, and my wife had this great idea that we should walk to breakfast. It wasn't really all that far. And so we tried to walk to breakfast. And, uh, you know, I'm really slow. After a block or two, I got to stop for a second. On the way back, it was much worse because it was a little bit uphill, and I really had to stop. And there was one point at an intersection where I was really struggling badly. And at that time, I still was very convinced that this was heartburn. I went into the drugstore, got some Tums. The Tums never really worked. Um, and this burning sensation felt like heartburn. It felt identical to heartburn. But it was a little higher in the chest, not really so much in the stomach. Anyway, this fooled me for a long time, probably at least six months. And I went to the doctor, said, hey, I got this heartburn, but I really want to start exercising. But every time I start moving, I get this burning. It's weird. Uh, and she's the one that put me on a treadmill. I got on the treadmill and they said, oh, hey, man, you have four really badly blocked arteries. And I had open heart surgery. I mean, what was the percentage chance that I could have had a heart attack at any time? in those six months. In Seattle, I was walking up that hill and really, really struggling. How close was I to just ticking just over the edge and triggering an actual heart attack? I mean, I don't know. No one's ever told me what those odds are. We don't know. But boy, I could have had a heart attack at any time for any little tiny reason. Un it's unbelievable, you know. I mean, I could have so easily died in 2019. Thankfully, the surgery was successful. It was a bitch. I mean, the surgery was easy. You know, you go to sleep, you lay down, no big deal. Uh, but the recovery is hard, hard, hard. Oh, my God. The pain is extreme in the first couple of weeks, it's just, oh God, I was on so much painkiller, I actually started getting nauseous from it, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. Um, it's just a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort. <sighs> I had to sleep in an easy chair for months, because you can't really sleep on your side, it compresses your chest, you know, they literally split you open, right down the center of your chest. They crack it open and spread you open like a goddamn chicken. I mean, it's really fucking intense. I didn't look at the pictures on YouTube or, you know, you can go on YouTube and watch pictures and a probably even video of open heart surgery. I did not do that. I did not do that. I absolutely did not want any part of seeing that. It would have freaked me out. But I know what they do and they literally crack your chest and split you open. It's fucking hairy. Uh, so that incision in the center of your chest, it took a good year to finally heal before I didn't have any pain. Now, you don't have extreme pain after several months, but it's still sore and bugs you for a good year. And now that I'm two years out, 2021, uh, you know, it took me a whole year just to not feel pain and discomfort in general. But I think it took me at least another six to eight months after that a good year and a half till I felt like I had my energy back. It's only been in the last six, eight months where I felt like 
all right, now I feel like I got some energy, I got some strength. I'm feeling, you know, what they always tell you with open heart surgery. Oh, you're going to feel better than you've ever felt, you know, now that you've got um, actual blood and oxygen coursing through your system. But I haven't felt that for, you know, I didn't feel that for a good year and a half, maybe even a good year and eight months before I really felt that surge of like, okay, now I'm, now I'm kicking some butt. I mean, um, God damn, the recovery is hard and long, but I'm really fortunate to feel as good as I feel now, because I do feel probably physically as good as I've ever felt. And you don't even realize how bad you feel at the time. You just sort of live with it, and it is what it is. Oh, I'm tired. I'm kind of weak. I'm out of shape. You just sort of um, justify and rationalize it all. You don't really realize, oh, man, I'm feeling horrible. This is totally wrong. It doesn't feel totally wrong. But now that I feel the way I feel now, it's like, oh, my God. I can't even imagine I felt like that before. That's, that's insanity, the perspective. So when I got back here on the Jew Show, the very first song I played was from one of my, um, one of my favorite bands lately. They're called the Jelly Bricks, just a super cool new band. And uh, this is off the um, latest album that really just came out right as I was uh, coming out of surgery. And this is definitely my favorite track. DOA.
Fortunately, I was not DOA, but I did get my first uh, ride in a ambulance. Yeah. They put me in an ambulance to transfer me to another hospital, and I realized at that moment, hey, I've never been in an ambulance before. This is crazy, man. Next up, I'm going to go to someone that I played a long time ago on this podcast. I found uh, her, and you know, we love a hot female lead in a rock band on this show. Nikki Barr, I don't even know how long ago, many, 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 many years ago I discovered her. Really love her. Don't know why she popped up in this top list, but don't really care because it was nice to rediscover her. She's just smoking, great guitar player, amazing voice. Really like this girl. And this definitely is the song that kind of is uh, always been my favorite through the years. So let's just keep rocking. Nikki Barr, nothing at all.
nice. I really love Nikki Barr. You should definitely check her out on uh, Spotify or your music system of choice, man. Uh, quicker show today, but what the hell? I got so much to do. I got to get on. So this is the uh, last track we're going to go with here. And I've I've kept the babble to a minimum. I'm proud of myself. Usually there's too much babble, but uh, I've tried to cut that back and just stick to the music, bro. Um, hey, I'm going to end again another song on the top list and I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see this one Tom Petty okay so Tom Petty rest in peace his last album yeah this comes off Hypnotic Eye which is the last album that he ever did 2014 and it's my contention that this is a really good album that was largely overlooked uh I didn't hear a lot of songs off this. I didn't hear anyone talking about this album. I think this album just, I don't know, it uh, it came and went, is completely underrated in my opinion. This is a really good album. I don't know what um, people have against this album if they do. I like it. I think it's got a lot of the real classic Tom Petty sound. Um, it's a good album. Hypnotic Eye, Tom Petty. Check this thing out. If it got past you... It's really worth your time to listen. I really enjoyed this album, and I'm just, again, I'm shocked that it um, kind of flew under the radar, man. And it's his last album, so I think you owe it as a Tom Petty fan to listen to the last piece of work that he produced. So do that, and this is one of the two songs that I really love. Um, there's two that are kind of my top. This is definitely one of them, so we'll go out uh, on that, an ode to the great Tom Petty. And this one's called All You Can Carry. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Tell a friend. Go to rockandrolljew.com if you'd like. See you in a week and a half.
This has been a production of David Jacobs VoiceOvers, a versatile voice actor with a friendly natural voice. Visit us online at davidjacobsvoice.com for all your commercial, narration, or e-learning needs.